aliens technically don't have body odor anymore. Yeah, I, I think I read that. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? So, would you suck Kim Jong whatever is toe to avoid a nuclear holocaust? Like you get to call on the phone and they're uh-huh. like, Justin, <laughs> Justin, we need yeah. you. We need you. You've been Me officially requested, yeah. or else. Kim Jong's gonna push the button. He's got his finger on it right now. We can't assassinate him because uh, he's got like a wall of people around him. Mm-hmm. He wants you to suck his toe. He saw you in the Your Best Act video. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that's, that's where you heard of me from. <laughs> yeah, specifically. Uh-huh. <laughs> so he's like, I want that face that you made when you looked up. You looked up at Shane. Yeah, that's the face I want you to do when you're sucking L- my toe, licking your lips and stuff. Um, uh, honestly, I think it's it's much better if everybody else just dies. I don't think I could suck his toe. You cool with that, right? Yeah, I guess. I mean, you have to be. It's my decision. <laughs> I'm not sucking a toe. But okay, your newborn son is included in everybody, though. Why you got to bring my son into this? So would you? So basically, what I'm saying is, would you suck Kim Jong whatever's toe to save your son's life? <laughs> Can I suck something a little more sanitary? And when I, say, requested, when I say a little, I mean just a little. I mean, you can ask him, but all I know is what he requested. <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just working with the information you were given. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to flip this question on you. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> What's up, Kim Jong-un's toe? Uh, I am now. Would you, given the opportunity, choose to have... A little working butt on your forehead, fully functional, or a pair of tiny dangling legs hanging from your chin, fully functional. Is um, so I I feel like you're tossing around fully functional really lightly. Is uh, can I actually walk on my little legs? <laughs> no, they're like this big. They're, they're as big as your fingers. So they're not fully functional. <laughs> well, I, I can kick people. So you you want those legs dangling off your chin? Okay, well, by fully functional, is the butt my primary butt? No, no, it's a secondary butt. So, but, but <laughs> so when, can when, I choose? When you sneeze, you can wipe your ass at the same time. Can I choose which one though? Like, if I got a fart, like I can like like divert it, like fart, Ooh, that's fart in people's face. That's a good question. Or like, do I, am I accidentally just shitting everywhere out my face? <laughs> well, no, it's fully functional, so you have control over it until until you hit incontinence age. <laughs> I'm gonna go with the legs, Justin. That's a pretty fucking easy one. Dang it! I really thought you'd go with the ass. <laughs> you got a migraine and an ass ache. Wow. How do we get here? <laughs> I don't even know where I am half the time. What are we saying? This isn't even. Welcome back yet again to another episode of Idiot Syncratic, the podcast where what we're talking today is all that matters. Nothing else matters in your life. I'm Alex, your host for this episode, and I'm joined by my buddy, Justin. Hi. On today's show, we'll be getting into the good get canceled young. Mm-hmm. It's a play on uh, the good die young. I think they get that, Justin. Just in case they didn't get that. And we'll also be getting into escape if you can. Actually, it says capital E, capital S, cape in you can. That was just a typo. It wasn't meant to be clever. <laughs> I'll never forget it. 
<laughs> you sound like the guy from Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, I did. A world. I was trying oh. to be. I was trying to be like a radio host kind of guy. Like you know. Yeah. Like Hot 100. Yeah. Like super. Like you know, you've never met that guy in your life. The guy who's super excited about everything. Just oh like, yeah. Super emphasis on everything. I was like, we'll get back to the phones right after this song. It's like, ah. Yeah. So, um, but what? Okay. I'm. <laughs> I'm gonna guess that. This is about TV shows. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> the good, the good get canceled young. Mm-hmm. Is it? It's not about. Um, damn it! Is it about sport players? Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 Okay. Well, I don't know then. You're getting there. Kinda. I might get in there. Uh, from going from shows to sport players? Um, no, not really. Is it about books? Mm-mm. It's about, a, it's about oh. series, it is, right? It, okay, it is about a series. Mm. This might be one of those things where you're super up to date with all the news and I'm not, so <laughs> it's not, oh, this you found out but about I, this a long time ago? I am still sour about it. Is it about Stargate SG-1? Is it about one of the Star Treks? Nope. Is it about uh, what? Mm, I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You're getting there. So uh, call in if uh, yeah, yeah. Try to figure it out right now. <laughs> yeah, and I'm gonna guess yours. Escape if you can. Uh, Blue Room or something like the the cutting edge, like one of those haunted houses where you have to you have to escape. You have to make it out. Oh. Is that it? Is that what it's about? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Not, not a haunted house, but there's all these uh, these new thing, newfangled contraptions. They're not mm-hmm. really new. They've been around for a while, but it's just a little fun thing. Oh, hey. We got to escape. Do they like run away from the zombies and stuff? Yeah, they have something like that, but uh, I've never done one of those yet. But we'll, 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 get, we'll get there. Yeah. So yeah, I guess uh, <clears throat> try to, if you can... Figure out Justin's. Try to do that. Good luck. Mine, mine was easy to figure out. But before we do that, if you, uh, if you guys are ready, we can go ahead and recap. Is that okay, listeners? Hey, guys, is that okay? Are you cool with that? Yeah. Is that okay, guys? I'll take that silence as a yes. Okay, last episode was The Three Bs, big what? episode nine. Big episode nine. Well, what are the three Bs again? Beer, bitches, and vocation. Vocation. All right. Or bro pads. <laughs> would have been, would yeah, have worked. Yeah. Bro pads would have been better. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but I thought about it, and I was like, we didn't have bro pads back then because we all lived with our parents. True, yeah. So we, we wouldn't have made that leap. Mm. I was just thinking, too, and <laughs> I was like, beer, bitches, basements, but we live in Texas. We don't have basements here. Oh, my God. I used to always wonder. I thought basements were fake because, like, when I was little, you would see them on mm-hmm. on TV and stuff. Like yeah. people would have basements, and for some reason, that's where like, band practice was and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And I was like, "Who has a basement?" Yeah. I would go to my friends, like, "Do you guys have a basement?" It's like I don't know anybody who has a. basement. And they're like, "I was about to come ask you the same thing." Yeah, we're like, I thought it was some kind of conspiracy or something. <laughs> Me and Patrick were talking about this on tour, but you know how you'd watch commercials and movies and TV shows, and it's like it's summertime, and the kids are super excited, and they're you know. 
running around and playing and stuff. But for us, summertime is like, oh God. It's like you gotta no. stay. Yeah, you have to stay inside. Yeah, it's too hot. I never understood how any of that ever made sense. Yeah. It's another one of those regional things. So big episode nine, we talked about party planning as we already started discussing. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. I remember what I was gonna say. Oh, but it's not really related to your thing, but kind of. But I was always when I was a little kid and it was cold outside, mm-hmm. people would be like, You can't have ice cream because it's cold outside. And Why? Like, yeah, and I was like, what the fuck? How is that related? Yeah. And I was like, well, for one thing, I'm inside. And two, it's like... <laughs> what, why does it matter? Why, yeah. Am I going to rip a hole in the universe? I'm already cold. Like, making myself a little colder isn't going to hurt me. Maybe I just want a little bit of sweetness in my mouth. It also used to drive me crazy when people would say that if you go outside when it's cold, you get sick. Yeah. I'm like, then why isn't everybody in the world sick right now? Because <laughs> it's fucking cold outside. That's true. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, I guess it lowers your immune system, but it's like, it doesn't... Like, you don't get sick from that. You get sick from germs and shit. I'll be fine. Get off my back. Oh, which, by the way, I'm no scientist, but <laughs> I just love everything that comes after that sentence is always Yeah, <laughs> there's always a but. Everything, wait, I'm no scientist, but if it's cold outside, doesn't that mean the germs are cold and so they don't want to come out to play either? Oh, that sounds totally wrong. No, I'm pretty sure. But I don't know enough to disprove you. I'm pretty sure when bacteria get cold, mm-hmm. their legs can't move as much. They can't yeah. like run around and they get cold like we do. Yeah, they get cold, and so they just stay in their trees. <laughs> in, the, in their trees, or on the uh-huh. like fleas that they're hang out with. Uh huh. In the grass. Yeah. You know they don't they don't come out to play. What they do is and they, infect you. They sit in front of their microscopic fireplaces with the. With a with snuggies on, you know, yep, <laughs> and yep. a little thing of hot chocolate, and they they try to get warm. They're sitting there and they're sneezing. They're like, "Oh, I can't go infecting you, buddy, today." <laughs> yep, yep. I think that's what happens. That's exactly. We figured right. it out, man. And and the, so who needs? They binge watch uh, your mom's house or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> all the bad shows. Wait, why did I say your mom's house? Whose mother is it anyway? Nah, what? Damn, what? Whose what, line what, is it anyway? No, what? What the fuck? Neil Patrick Harris, um, tall guy. Uh. Oh, oh! Uh, how I met your mother. How I met your mother. That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> your, what did you say? Your mom's house. Your mom's house is a podcast with Tom Segura, uh-huh. Krasina Pazitsky, and then I combined like whose line is it anyway in there somehow? Uh, whose mom is it anyway? <laughs> is that what you said? I don't know. I knew it was a question, right? That's a new show. Is it a question? No, it's not. No. How I met your mother. How I met. No, how I, I met. It's your set mother. up. <laughs> it's set up like a question. Yeah, yeah it is. Because questions start with question words. Everybody learns that in the first grade. Duh. <laughs> you come to this podcast to learn. We're going to teach you. We're going to teach you good. I'm a grammaticist. Oh, yeah. We also talked about cryptocurrency on last episode, big episode nine. Big episode nine. We talked about uh, that Kulo coin. We talked Kulo about coin. that, that Doge, Doge coin. <clears throat> uh, big boobs coin. I think there's a 420 coin. We talked about Ripple and XLM. Yeah. The two that I'm most excited about. Uh, rip along my nipple if you want to make some money. Yeah, so basically it's it's the uh, currency of the future. So when we live in the uh, the Tron era, we're not going to have monies because uh, we all are living computers. So why the fuck do we need money? Why does it even matter? Our monies are going to be all credits and coins and shit. Yeah. And blood. I don't know what that means, but... Well, one day we will be harvested by the machines for our blood which will be used as batteries because of the electrons that the blood has. Alex, you following me here? 
That's yeah. why it makes sense. Follow the breadcrumbs. Aren't uh, humans just going to be like a pod and they just put the pod in their backs mm-hmm. like on the Matrix? Yeah. And then once we uh, escape from that pod, then the fun starts. And then we have a gross thing on the back of our head. Yeah, that's, that was always the worst part to me. Especially like when they jack him in the first time. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh. And it makes that like, it, 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 they also do that like effect, like you just bit down on foil or something. Oh, yeah. The, it's like, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, God. damn it. I don't know if I want some giant needle shooting into my brain. Or when they have the freaking, uh, the little centipede thing that goes on oh, the belly button. Oh, man. That was always the worst. I know. Oh. Welcome, welcome to the cringe podcast. <laughs> We're gonna make you cringe. Yep, cringe. Okay, so uh, that's what we talked about last episode, and uh, and I also forgot to mention that this episode is episode ten. Big episode ten. We're in double ditches, bitches. Yep. Yes, we are. Get stitches. <laughs> and sometimes I scratch my nose because that hoe be itches. Because that hoe be itches. Where's my? Yeah. Oh, it sounds more like a clap now. Does it really? I don't know why, but all these buttons I, sound better today. I want to I wanna change it to where it sounds even more like robot faps. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, it's my, fir- it's my uh, hosty time, so you got to yeah. go first on your newsy bit and also on your interest. Get ready for this. Oh, my God. You got, you got me soon. Yeah. White noise video on YouTube hit by five copyright claims. Damn. <laughs> but you, you know about the whole copyright strikes for... For like Song. music videos, yeah, right? well, um, yeah, sometimes it, for music or for just like any piece of audio that's technically copywritten or whatever. Yeah, but there's a bunch of videos that get struck down for that kind of stuff. Even yeah, even if it's fair annoying. use, yeah, it actually spawned a whole genre of um, songs that were just one half step up or down. Oh yeah, and so you would go to listen to the song and you'd be like, "What the fuck? That's, it sounds a little weird." I don't think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because I guess if it's just a if the whole song is just a little bit higher, the the algorithm can't tell. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, uh, Sebastian Tom Jack, I think that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. He lives in Australia. Sounds like a Polish name. I don't know what's going on with this guy. <laughs> but he said he made He's it. a Polish Jack in Australia. He made the video in 2015 and uploaded it to YouTube. The claimants accusing him of infringement include publishers of white noise intended for sleep therapy. So he says he'll be disputing these claims. In this case, those accusing Mr. Tom, Tom Jack uh, are not demanding the video's removal, but instead the reward of any revenue from advertising associated with it. So instead of just having him pull the video, they're like, okay, you can leave it up. Just give me just the give, money. Just give me all the money for it. How it, fucking weird. It sounds like extortion. This is weird even from the, like, the base level. uh uh-huh. Of um, is he even making money on his white noise YouTube video? Um, if it gets big enough, yes. Well, like, I mean, did you look at this guy's uh, at his page at all? Let's check it out right now. Okay, I'll riff while you look him up. Uh, so, I'm just imagining, like, who goes to YouTube? Like, I need some white noise to help me sleep. First off, who the fuck sleeps to white noise? <laughs> like, what are you psycho? You know, like that used to be what woke me up. Like, I'm not a person who sleeps with the TV on, mm-hmm. but. When I was a little kid, I would sometimes fall asleep with the TV on, and I would wake up to that, because, you know, my- Yeah, because it's not natural. Yeah, because my VHS is over, and then I was always like, what the hell? It was like jarring to me, you know? I was expecting yeah. the grudge to come out of it or something. 
or you know like you could see figures in it like there's all mm-hmm. these there's all these like scary ghosty stories that were spawned just from the white noise from white noise how weird it is and and now these, I think the ring the ring was a big one right yeah I think so 10 hours of low level white noise alright I'm pulling it up right now and then you got these people who are like well you gotta give me all your millions for that you're making off of this hey, give white me, noise video you can keep it up but it's got 34,000 views what the hell? 34,000 views. What? I don't... It reminds me of... Uh, what are they called? Um, a- ASMR videos or whatever. What is that? It's like those videos where uh, people basically just whisper. It's, <laughs> yeah, and it's supposed to be super soothing or whatever, but it just sounds super creepy. That's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, so 34,000 views. That's... I think that's a decent chunk of change. A few hundred bucks, maybe. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I guess it depends on how many sponsors he has and stuff. Well, yeah, they're demanding. <laughs> they're demanding all the profits from it. Um, so like, here, I'll give you a five dollar bill. How's that? Sound? Yeah, yeah. How about you shut the hell up and get it, dude? I'd be pissed. I'd be like, uh, "Excuse me, you're not getting any of my money." But he got hit by five of them. Yeah. So I wonder. I wonder if that means like that's that's one claim per. Uh, uh, plaintiff, I guess, you know? Yeah, I wonder, does it say if um, it was, like, he lost? Uh, so he says he's going to take it to court. Okay. Yeah, so it's gotten to that level. Um, he says, I am intrigued and perplexed that YouTube's automated content ID system will pattern match white noise with multiple claims. Which, I mean, uh, white noise in and of itself is just, like, in an amal- amalgam of, like, a bunch of different other sounds, you know? Mm-hmm. So... I guess I could see how it could trigger a few different claims or whatever. But if I were YouTube and I was reviewing these claims and I saw one video got five of them, I would go review that. I'd be like, that's a lot of claims for one video. Oh, it's just white noise. Wipe the damn claims. But it's also weird that uh, how, how do you even copyright white noise? Like apparently yeah. they have copyrights or else they wouldn't have claims, right? Yeah. So it's like in the very like inception of that, Freaking copyright was the the copywriter person like oh yeah white noise you got it nobody else got it you got it I think so I think the people that are like the plaintiffs are they actually have their own white noise channels or their own white noise stuff that they use mm-hmm. um, so it says copyright does not protect the idea but the expression of the idea explained intellectual property lawyer Ian Connor. And he said, if I record background white noise or if I have a random white noise generator and I record that with me being the first person to fix that recording, then I'm the owner of its copyright. Hmm. What do you think about that? If uh, I record different white noise, how can you? Mm-hmm. you like, I'm, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. I, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but you get what I'm saying? Like, can you, yeah. can you base that one recording of something off of a different recording of something? Uh, I'm wondering, I think for, for this, it boils down to, did this guy just lift this white noise from one of these videos? Or, or did he actually record white noise of his own? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And I mean, maybe that's how the copyright ID claim was filed from YouTube's automated system was that maybe it is and maybe he just took a whole bunch of different white noise videos he saw on YouTube and just kind of put them together you know oh yeah and it matched up the pattern I immediately assumed that he's innocent maybe this guy's a real piece of shit he could be a and real piece of shit I'm just taking it aside off the cuff Tom Jackoff my right boys <laughs> oh get him <laughs> I think that's how you say that who knows 
if it isn't like Frank Jones, then us Americans probably can't pronounce it. Yeah, no, I can only pronounce Mexican names. Yeah, only. Sebastian. Yeah. So is that is that all you got on that? That's all I got on that. All so right, Dan. He'll be taking it to court pretty soon. <laughs> and I I want to read those transcripts. I want to see how hilarious this is. I want yeah, to say this guy's a dick. You should, <clears throat> if you have time, mm-hmm. pay attention and maybe update us. You got it. My man. My man. All right. So here on the Idiosyncratic podcast, you guys know that I'm a ginormous nerd who loves ninjas. Oh, is you? And also just Japan in general. Mm-hmm. So my news comes to us today from, you guessed it, Japan. <gasps> from the Japan Times. Dot .co.jp. Dot so it's a Japanese website. Yeah. Oh. But it's in English, so I don't know how that works. <laughs> I just I got here through Reddit. It's called so. Google Translate. Oh. Have you no. ever <laughs> Go- no. have you seen those? Google can't translate. Oh, it's Japanese. so good. Yeah. It's really bad. It's so damn good. It's so bad. What I want to do is take <laughs> <laughs> I want to take a phrase that's perfect in Japanese, translate it with Google Translate to English. And then translate that broken translation back into Japanese. And then say it to someone. Yeah. It'd be weird. Yeah. Try it in China. Well, China's a whole different thing. Because I don't even think I could pronounce the words. You know? That's a shreeze. Like Japanese, at least it's kind of uh, <clears throat> pronunciation-wise. If you read the, like the English letter mm-hmm. version of it, you can like sound it out. Oh, yeah. You know? And then as far as the, the accent, I just make it like a Mexican accent and it works. Yeah. You know, kind of, sort of. <laughs> it's like Spanish. Yeah. But um, China is like, man, they got like weird like noises and Sh- stuff. Shri. They, they do shri's a lot. Shri? Yeah. Shri is what I'm saying. You're like, just exactly like that. Say my boss. So my chain going shri. So my chain going shri. All right. So... A uh, security firm in a city known as the birthplace of a prominent ninja school mm. is enjoying success by providing guards dressed as the medieval warriors and assassins. What? As ninjas. Real ninjas? Yep. SCC Co. in Coca first tried to tap the city's growing fame for ninja tourism in 2016 when it introduced security guards dressed as ninja to provide traffic control services for the opening of a coffee franchise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, this is okay. The special ninja squad has worked steadily since. The head of the firm, Maya Miyoshi, now hopes to win a contract for the 2020 Olympics and Paralympics in Tokyo. Nah, 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 nah. If you've got ninjas, you can't enter the Olympics. Because you will always win. I don't think the ninjas are entering. They're just going to do the uh, security. <laughs> okay, I am totally down for that. Ninjas are world-class icons. Oh, wait, sorry. Oh, no. Wait, should I do this? Okay, I'm going to try it. Go ahead. Ninja are world-class icons, and we want people to feel familiar with security at Sport Facility. Said Miyoshi, who was dressed in the guise of a kunoichi or a female ninja. Oh, oh, she might be. That might be a girl. 
my god. Oops. Okay, try. Okay, try, okay, try, try, try again. Do the voice again. Okay. Ninja, a world across icon, and we want people to feel familiar with security at a sport facility. Where's, where's my genderist button? Says Miyoshi. Hey, you know that that's how every Japanese girl you've ever heard talk talks. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. I'm not racist, though. It's okay, guys. Don't worry. Yep. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I love how immediately you went to, like, just some old Japanese guy. I know. <laughs> Oops. I thought he would be, like, a freaking real ninja guy. Yeah. yeah. thought he was going to be, like, the head ninja. Oh, so. Yeah. Like, for some reason, the head ninja is never dressed as a ninja. Oh, yeah. Like, the one who dispatches him, he's always wearing, like, a kimono. Yeah. And he's, like, he's always meditating in the dark behind mm-hmm. behind the little curtain thing. Mm-hmm. Not a curtain, but a little door. He's got an incense going. Yep. And then the, the three ninjas in uh, kind of, like, flying V formation, uh-huh. like, kneel behind him and, like, await his orders. Mm-hmm. And then he's, like, kitty him. <laughs> and, then they, and then they're, like, oos. And then they disappear. Oos. Yeah. All and right. Then. And so that's basically what happens at this security. Everything um, that we just company. said is exactly what happens at that company. Yep. And that's all I have for that. <laughs> Gotta love ninjas. Gotta love ninjas. Gotta love Japan. Yeah, Japan's a sure is a crazy place. Yep. <laughs> Man, can you imagine like you're you're, uh, you're pulling up to wherever some some place that has security uh-huh. guards, and you look in the the little booth. And then the guy's just like he's completely covered from head to toe with black and stuff. Like the clo- it, it's the, just his eyes. The closer you get to, like the slower he pulls up, like uh, a, a playing card spade formation of like shuriken. You know, like, uh, like yeah. the closer you get, and then you move away, and he starts putting it back down. <laughs> you know, he's threatening you with yeah. that. I don't want. I don't. I don't want none of that. Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody trying to play no games on no ninjas. Mm-mm, hell no. That's pretty cool, though. I wonder if if they would actually approve them to be partial security at the Olympics. At the Olympics, are are, are they trained? You know, are they? uh, Of course, they're they're probably not. They're not real ninja, but you know, do they have? Of course, they're probably going to have some sort of bodyguard training. I'm sure they're at least security guard level. Yeah, which it's not saying much. That's a very low bar. It is. So where's the segways? So they're probably like. Just really old guys. Oh, God. With, um, you know, they're like the only people who are okay with uh, working overnight. You know, that's that, <laughs> that's who ends up that being security guards. That's not a good crowd of people. That's who ends up being security yeah. guards. You know? <laughs> You're they're so probably right. all overweight. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm thinking, of American, I'm thinking of American security guards. I don't know what Japanese security guards are. They're probably badass. Uh, well, you know, you know us Americans. It's hard to think about anything other than American stuff. Yeah. Actually, one of my uh, favorite one-liners from a rap song that I can't, I don't know what it is right now, but it's like this, security guard don't scare nobody. It's so true. Yep. You got a gun? Nope. I got a big flashlight. I've got a whistle. I will will blow the shit out of that whistle. (laughs) Fuck my eardrums. (laughs) Oh, I'm disarmed. I have semi-permanent damage now. You stopped me. Congratulations, Paul Blart. Yeah, <laughs> on your Segui. Segui Weaver. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's hop into some interests. And you said I'm going first, right? Yeah. What a bitch move. 
Guess what I'm talking about. Guess. I fucking guessed like <laughs> 10 times already. I don't okay, know. Let me give you get one more guess. You've already, you're covering the mediums. There's a medium you left out. Okay. There's one medium you left out. Music. Shit. Okay, sorry. There's two you left out. <laughs> Virtual reality. Gaming. Gaming. <laughs> I'm talking about Silent Hills. Oh, snap. Remember that game? Yeah, I remember. You might know it as PT. Uh, Barnum and Bailey. It was a playable teaser, a demo that was on the PlayStation Network. I never, and it just, I never played it though. Dude. Oh my God. It was I'm amazing. Sad. So um, I think I had, I had heard about it, about it just being like a scary free thing that you could download. Mm-hmm. So I went and I downloaded it and I started playing it and it was by far the scariest game I have ever played. I heard that from a lot, a lot of people. It's, and it's perfect. It's like in a house or something. It's in, uh, you're in one corridor of a house. So it's, uh, you start off as this, I mean, just this character who apparently just wakes up. He's in his his underwear and all he has is um, a leather sword. A leather sword? (laughs) You know what I mean? <laughs> what a le- that's amazing. Like he doesn't have any abilities or nothing. Oh, nothing okay, yet. I know what you mean. Like, no. you're, like you're level one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he starts off with the uh, what are they called? The the the, the burlap the, clothes, the cotton shirt. The, yeah, the cotton shirt. Yeah, yeah. The traveler's <laughs> pants. <laughs> the moccasins. You wake up in this room. It's like a stone room, and there's this freaking bag of blood. On the table, and it I don't starts know. moving. I don't around. know what's more scary: the bag of blood or the fact that you're in a stone room. Because, like, what year is this? Like, what are you in Transylvania? Or it's some like, shit? yeah, it, it's like, who the hell knows? Who makes walls out of stone? But what happens is, there's a door. You walk out the door, and you're in a decent-looking house's uh, hallway. You know, mm-hmm. it's got pictures and whatnot. It looks pretty normal. It looks like it's a little old, though, maybe seventies or eighties. Um, so you walk down the corridor, you make a right, and then at the very end of the hall is another door. So what you do is you walk through that. The moment you walk through that door, you're right back where you started. So every, mm. every revolution that you make through this house, something changes. The, oh, lights, the lights dim. They start to change. You start to hear sounds. You start to hear um, a baby crying. You start to see things. And then eventually... Why is a baby crying so scary? It's the, the backstory for it. I, and, you know, I guess we'll get into Because they're not going to... They canceled this freaking... This masterpiece of a game. But wait. Before you go off in mm-hmm. that, I just am curious. From human psychology, why is a crying baby so scary to us? I think uh, there's something innate in us that once we hear a baby crying, it is... It is ingrained in us to help, to, to try and... It, it, I think it sends a signal that something's wrong, you know? Yeah. Something is why horribly is the, wrong. Why is the baby crying? Like, why is it by itself in this place? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like an omen, basically. Mm. I know, even if Orion just, like, kind of starts whining, I'm like... Like, in my brain, it's like, how do I fix this? How do I fix it? How do I fix it? Yeah. You, know, you know, it's like the only thing that you think about. But it, it jars your neurological system. <clears throat> it, uh... So when you hear the baby crying too in this game, and the house is obviously desolate, and the you got the 
the string music going. You know, it's just, it's uh, real kind of, yeah. So, but when you hear a baby crying mixed with that, it's yeah. so much worse than it could be. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Th- than, you, than you thought it was possible. Because, I mean, you got a ghost baby. I mean, there's no other. <laughs> there's, no, there's no way around it. Yeah. So, eventually, you meet Lisa, who is. In the Simpsons? The poltergeist haunting the house. Okay. And uh, I'll put some pictures up if you haven't seen her yet or if you haven't played the game. She's cute, huh? She is probably eight feet tall. Eight feet tall. <laughs> no oh, joke. I think I've seen her. Yes. I think I have seen her. So the guy that, uh, the guy that wrote the game is uh, Hideo Kojima, and he did all the Metal Gear Solids. So you oh, know his storytelling yeah. abilities is amazing. Uh, and he also co-wrote the game with Guillermo del Toro. What the hell? Yes. An amazing... Um, uh, an amazing filmmaker guy, <laughs> yeah, amazing film, an amazing filmmaker. Um, he's done a lot of horror films. He's he's like a, he's basically like a horror master. You know, the coolest thing about it was that Hideo Kojima is. He said it himself, like he's a he's a big scaredy cat. He doesn't like scary stuff. So the fact that he was the head of this project gives it a normal person's sense of horror. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's not like a horror fiend who yeah. there are only certain things that scare him and whatnot. This is a normal guy who is terrified of everything. <laughs> and therefore we should be terrified too, you know, and it yeah. works flawlessly. So, um, he specifically made her, like I said, like freaking eight feet tall because he cited, uh, our, our fight or flight instinct, basically. When we're faced with uh, a creature or an enemy that's bigger than us, it naturally triggers our instincts to yeah. either fight or flight. And so the, the first time you see her, you're just kind of you're making your way through the corridor or whatever. You turn the corner, and she's sitting right, she's standing right in front of that door, right in front of the only door that you can go through. And she's standing there, staring at the chandelier above her. And she is basically touching that chandelier. And it's like... <laughs> It's like 10 feet off the ground or whatever. It is, it is terrifying. It is yeah, one of the scariest experiences. And not only that, but the graphics are gorgeous. So it looks mm-hmm. as real as can be. Yeah. And then you meet the baby. So apparently- You meet the baby. You meet the baby. Lisa was pregnant when she was murdered by her husband in that house. Damn. So, so you're meeting a dead fetus. All right. Mm-hmm. Then it, does it talk to you? No, but it keeps crying, oh. and it keeps crying, and it keeps crying. Well, that's annoying. It's unsettling. Like, it, it'll go in and out, kind of, you know? So, what, when you first meet her, will she, like, kill you? Uh, you, you die once, and then you, you get brought back. It, it's supposed to be just a, a teaser for what the game's going to be, so you, you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't actually die. You, you know what I mean? You don't actually beat it either, right? <clears throat> um, kind of. It's weird. It, it, the coolest thing about it, it's not... It's not a like a normal game, you know. Oh, okay, there, you're just kind of exploring. You, yeah, you're experiencing. Okay, it's an experience, is what it is. Okay, and uh, the first time that you die, she uh, and it could be it's completely random too. All all the stuff that happens with her is completely random. So you could be turning the corner, or you could be walking into the bathroom, or whatever, and she'll grab you and basically tear you to shreds. And it's all first person too. So you're right, and she's right in your face as mm-hmm. you're dying. Damn. It's terrible. And um, 
and like I said, her experiences are random too. So there was, <laughs> there's, we played this at uh, Ebo's house and there was one point where, we, man, we've been going for a while. It was like 30 minutes or something. And I turned the corner and as soon as I turned the corner, she's standing maybe 10 feet away from me. And I, I, I stopped my character. I'm like, oh no. And she looks over at me and darts toward me. And I threw the controller and I put my hands up. And I go, oh shit. <laughs> this is the only game that has ever made me throw the controller and basically jump out of my panties. It was horrible. Damn. Yes. Um, That's so crazy, dude. Every time you play, well, you can't play it anymore, which sucks, but every time you play it, something completely different happens. Yeah. Um, she can react in a completely different way. One of the scariest parts is that it's a two-story house, but you only see the second story once you get closer to the uh, to the door at the end of the hallway. Mm-hmm. It's like a like a like a like a lobby almost. So mm-hmm. you look up, and you know you can see the railing, and you can see the chandelier, and uh, you know I was just kind of exploring, looking at everything. And there was one time where I was going through, and I looked up, and she's standing at the very top of the that second floor there's no stairs oh. yeah you can't see the stairs so she's standing at the very top just staring down at you and it's so horrifying because it's like she blends in so well no, with it you like, know what, what, she, yeah. what she doing there? she is literally just standing there staring at you there's uh uh, uh the colors of the lights will change too like the, the more you go through the worse everything gets yeah. uh there's one point where you can go through and there's a bloody fridge that's hanging from the ceiling like jumping around basically and you can hear the baby inside of it oh it's so psychologically what the terrible fuck? yes and then at the very end once you finally beat it which even Wait, it should have been an oven though am i right <laughs> hey am i right <laughs> <laughs> um at the very end whenever you you beat it which even that's completely random it's it could take you two hours it could take you 15 minutes to beat it or, or whatever but at the, at the very end when you finally beat it then you reveal the main character, who is uh, who's Norman Reedus, which is uh, Daryl from The Walking Dead. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they had Hideo Kojima, who has done all the Silent Hills and a bunch of other fantastic games. Guillermo del Toro, a world-renowned horror filmmaker. And Norman Reedus, a fantastic actor. Yeah. So like th- this was an all-star cast of people coming together to make a terrifying experience that was just going to be absolutely brilliant. And it got canceled. Konami fired Hideo Kojima and canceled the game. Do we know why? No, we don't. They won't say it. You know how that shit goes. Creative differences. uh, Yeah. um, Just had to part ways with the company or whatever. But apparently, he was fired. Damn, like hard, hard fire. Hard fired. He wasn't laid off. Mm -mm. He didn't get let go. They, (laughs) They pulled him off a bunch of other projects. They, uh, um, oh, they, they, they pulled his name from the promotional stuff for the last Metal Gear Solid 2. Like, they tried to wipe his existence from the company completely. Mm. And, uh, and, man, and in the process, they canceled this beautiful game. What was going to be a beautiful game? They pulled the teaser from the PlayStation Network. And then they prevented you from re-downloading it, even though you've already downloaded it. That's whack, bro. Yep. There, there are PS4s like on uh, Amazon and eBay and whatnot going for like 1500 bucks because they, they kept the download on there. You know what I mean? Oh, how did yeah. they do that? Uh, well, if you've already downloaded it and you didn't delete it, then you're, you're good. Oh. Yeah, you still got it. 
But the problem was is that there's not that much space on the hard drive. There's not, yeah. And after I was done playing it, I was like, oh, cool. I can't wait for this to come out. Delete. Yeah. You know, I'd never saw, foresaw this coming. Yeah. Because since there's, you know, not a super ton of space on the hard drive, and before you could expand, well, I mean, I guess you could expand it, but without taking your freaking PS4 apart. Yeah. Um, and, and again, most would, importantly, no one foresaw this type of thing coming. Yeah. So. But it, it was like common practice where it was like, oh, it's just a demo. Like you play it and you delete it because you don't want you don't want it Sweet. clogging up, especially if you have like freaking Destiny and uh, <laughs> eight hundred gigs. You, you didn't buy the disc. <laughs> yeah, that really sucks. Yeah, man, it's it was gonna be such a damn good game, and and Silent Hill really needed it too because uh, it's gone downhill over the last few years. It's just it's turned into a, like a cliche genre horror game or whatever. But when yeah. it started off, it was like this atmospheric, completely different. You wake up in this town that's, it's like the upside down. You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's not of this world. And then you have, you know, shit, 15 years or whatever. Of- Wait, is, is Silent Hill 2 the one with the guy who has like kind of a shitty haircut like this? And then he has to like protect his girl? Yeah, he has to find his daughter. Oh, I don't know. But- or oh, I think that's one. Maybe. Oh. oh, wait, no, you're thinking of Resident Evil 4. Oh, Resident Evil. <laughs> That's what you're thinking of. Look, I knew I was going to do that. I was trying not to. I was, never, I was never super big on the on the horror horror games. Yeah. But uh, the ones I did play, I actually really liked them. Yeah. Because I would, like, turn the lights off and, like, all that kind of, you know. Yeah, and this is another cool thing about it, too, is that just like you did right now, Silent Hill and Resident Evil were almost interchangeable because of how yeah. similar they were. This was going to separate them by light years. Yeah. You know, because there there wasn't really a game like this, and because of how popular this 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 uh, playable uh, demo was, it spawned a shit ton of other horror games that tried to emulate it because of how effective it was. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was Resident Evil Seven, of course, <laughs> which is a brilliant game. It, it, it's a terrifying experience, but Silent Hills was the one. PT was the one that kind of spawn that movement because it's it's like encapsulating you know it you're so enveloped in what's happening because it's actually happening to you basically and because again because of the the random uh uh encounters with lisa or with the baby it's terrifying uh do you have a ps vr uh andy does oh why i was just thinking it i thought you did but it would be sick if they uh, they ported that to the oh VR. Oh my god! <sighs> Silent Hill VR. No way. We played Resident Evil Seven on the VR. Oh really? Yeah. And I was like, nope, <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, not doing this. No way. Oh, yeah. I want to try it. It's pretty terrifying. It's also disorienting. I don't think they've gotten VR oh, even close yeah. to ready yet for stuff like that. If you're playing stuff that's pretty slow moving or whatever, sure. But the it's it's super. Um, I don't know, it, it's uh, if there's like any lag whatsoever, it'll, if there's it'll a lag, mess with you. And if the character turns without you turning your head, it's super disorienting. Oh, and there are yeah. a few times where I was like, I'm gonna throw up if I don't take this damn thing because there's natural camera angle, like yeah. maybe part of the cutscenes. Cutscenes. That's mainly where it was. And it's like if it turns without you doing it, it's like oh my god, you can feel yourself getting real dizzy and about to fall over. Yeah, and that happens a lot in. Uh, horror style games where you're you know you're controlling the character and you're you're controlling the camera angle moving forward and then something will happen where it'll take over the camera angle 
because it's like, oh shit, something's happening next to me. Got to show the important part. It'll swing you, and yeah. then. And the cool thing about this, you're, you're like that guy in the thing that falls off the cliff. <laughs> the cool thing about this was that the only time that that would happen was the one time you got caught by Lisa. Oh yeah. Other than that, you control everything. Oh yeah. Yeah, and that's terrifying. Oh, that's another thing. That's us trying to get back into <laughs> what we were talking about. So there'd be times, there'd be times where um, I would see her or whatever, and I'm walking down the corridor, and she's gone, and you know I'm just kind of walking around, look at everything. Where'd she go? And I turn around, and she's behind me. Oh my god, it's she's following horrifying. You. Yes, and the baby looks terrible too. I'll post pictures. You'll see. You'll see him right here with this. Beautiful non-wide angle that we've got going on here. You can actually see. Look at that. Look at that baby. Isn't that weird? There it is. Yeah, and uh, in, in in between our little uh, hard cut uh, between last scene and this scene, <laughs> Justin showed me some uh, some gameplay footage. And I must say, one of the things that they did a really good job of is really limiting your perception. Oh yeah, because that's like the scariest part. Because not only you only have a certain area that is your your sight, but you can't even see all of what your sight is because you're walking around with a flashlight. So you're not only moving your vision, but you're like you're moving the flashlight too. And on top of that, you can zoom in a little bit. So there's this whole outer ring of your vision that you can't really see because you have to shine the flashlight around on it, which adds a whole another level of like, what the fuck is like at the corner of my vision? <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. the prey response basically like there's there's a predator somewhere here and it's like yeah you know you can't see it until you get close enough which is it could be too late and it is god um and they would mess with you too man they they would mess with you so bad because sometimes the lights would like you'd walk through the corridor and all the lights would be on it's like oh oh thank god (laughs) some Uh light and then you'd walk you know you'd walk down the corridor you're you know you're looking for clues or whatever you get closer to the end of the hallway they all shut off and it's like Oh uh, like this, this is where I saw her. Like, is she here? Um, and then uh, I was all we were going through some uh, more screenshots and whatnot. I forgot she could be outside the house, staring at you in the windows through the window. Oh. Oh. She, uh, the first time that the first time the bathroom door is open, she's in there. So like, you can kind of peek through the the crack in the door or whatever, mm-hmm. and she'll like she'll run up real quick, and you'll see her face, and she'll shut it real hard. It's like, oh. Dude, you just, yeah, you're fucking peeping Tom. She's yeah, just trying to yeah, take, exactly. Excuse me? She's trying to drop a deuce, and you're fucking peeking in, and yeah. shit. That's kind of messed up. I, it, it sucks, yeah. She's yeah. like, hey, I need my privacy. Get out of here, Harvey Weinstein. I need my privacy. Yeah. I feel like she's British. Who knows? Maybe. She has like a Victorian nightgown. Uh, man, when was she killed? I need to look up more of the backstory. 19. But. but 80. No. Sorry. 17. 80. Four and a half. <laughs> <laughs> it was a leap year. I really do want to know up. the backstory of uh, just this character and whatnot, but you know what? This is a call to arms, idiosyncratic army. I want you guys to show the world how powerful we are. We're gonna make our own fanfic video game. All right, so everybody who's a game developer out there, call us up. We're gonna name Don't expect it. to get paid. We're not going to pay you. 
We're going to name it something else so we don't get sued. Uh-huh. But we're going to essentially... Wait. If I go back to Japan, I'll look up the dude. Hideo Kojima? Yeah, I'll be like, hey, yeah. I know you got fired. You ain't got shit to do, man. Hey, buddy. Check it out. It's Friday. <laughs> you, ain't <got laughs> you ain't got, got no job. job. You ain't, you ain't got, got shit to do. do. We're going to make this game. Hell of an opportunity for you, my man. But cool thing is, um, after that happened, Hideo Kojima, Guillermo del Toro, and Norman Reedus got together again for a new project called Death Stranding. I've heard of this. Yeah, I've heard of this. Looks pretty cool, man. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. It looks, it looks um, I don't even know how you describe it, but like. Uh, I've heard it um, described as genre bending. Yeah, yeah. it looks like, a, uh, he kind of looks like a caveman, kind of, because of the way that the. Because of the way his uh, face is <laughs> yeah, arranged. Be- because of the way that it is, that's probably why it is that way. Am I right? What are you, some kind of philosophist? I think so. And uh, yeah, I'm uh, super sad about this because. Playing Resident Evil 7, which, again, is a fantastic game, I can only imagine how amazing this shit could have been. An original, one of a kind, no game like this. I know. How amazing this could have been. That's how I feel about Aragon 2. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No. You're the only person. But it does piss me off that they left it off with like, hey, there's going to be a part two kind of thing, Mm -hmm. like a cliffhanger. Like the only, it was like a half a movie. That was two hours long. And I, I was like, where's the second one? They just never made it. They did the same thing with uh, the new Fantastic Four. Oh, really? The super shitty one. I didn't watch it. I've only seen... You, do, you don't need to. Fantastic One. Oh, yeah? Uh, you haven't seen fa- the first three? Fantastic 41, I mean. You haven't seen the first three? Mm-mm. Fantastic Four One. Yeah. Some, they say Fantastic Five is going to be good. But is uh, Captain America still going to be the Human Torch? Yes. Yes. It's going to be weird, though, because he got buffer for Captain America. Did he? I've, I pay attention to these things, okay. Justin. I trust Hey. I look at man's bodies, okay? I don't, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, okay. to go off your... Okay. Okay. I'm going to trust your word on that. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about it. Um, Konami, why'd you have to do it? Why did you have to fire him? Why did you have to cancel this amazing project? Oh, and, and I think they released... Whether they're working on a damn Silent Hill game now that looks just as shitty as the previous ones, it's a whole mess. It sucks. We we had a we had a, a brilliant opportunity to, to play a one of a one of a kind. What looked like a perfect game, a perfect horror experience, and you took it away from us. The underlying theme here, I think, I've been feeling more and more annoyed by corporations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, just fucking shit up. Like, um, I guess, uh, I guess, I guess so they, they've played off our nostalgias because like they've done, like a lot of these gaming companies have done so much right. Right. And so they have these like diehard fans because of the stuff that they've done in the past. And then they just want to make everything so like bureaucracy, like straight up, uh, like okay, I don't know what happened between the dudes, right? But I'm get I'm guessing it was something dumb. It was you know like like you said it was some kind of creative differences, some kind of BS. He probably wanted more money. No, nah, but then he probably would have quit and not got fired. He got fired for something. Yeah. He probably just boned the dude's wife or whatever. Dude. <laughs> I mean, come on, like he can still make the game. He boned Mrs. Konami. Yeah, Mrs. Konami, right in the Konami. Another cool thing too. I totally forgot about this, but uh, Junji Ito. 
was involved with the project. And he is a renowned um, horror manga writer. Writer? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> He's responsible for such titles as... Look it up. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> it's got movies? What the hell? For such titles as Tomi Uzumaki. Naruto's brother. Yeah. G- Gio or Gaio? I'm not really sure exactly how to pronounce that. But he also did uh, The Enigma of Amigara Fault, which is amazing. It's terrifying. He's done... Um, God, there's another one where these uh, people's bodies are getting stitched together by some just villain running around the city. Oh. And then uh, slowly but surely, everybody's bodies start to get stitched together. Um, he does... Uh, I-, I read all- almost all of his works like... <laughs> I read them online for free, but, you know, a uh, single issue or whatever. Hey, you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> You're wrong about that. I would download <laughs> all the cars. <laughs> he also had... Uh, he had one more that was really good. It was about uh, um, about the the end of the world. Oh, oh! It was called um, the end of the world and Hellstar Ramina. <laughs> <laughs> oh that, yeah, that was not a hard cut, by the way. <laughs> I remembered it. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't. We didn't spend five minutes googling. Yeah, we didn't spend five minutes uh, typing in Junji Ito Sacrifice Girl. Yeah. What like do you that. What do you mean? It, we edit it. We don't. There's no edits here. This is just one long take. Yeah, this is of course this is the same leg that was crossed. <laughs> one long natural take. <laughs> um, if you see my coffee cup move from over there to over here, it's because I'm just that fast. He's just that fast. <clears throat> so yeah, uh, this Junji Ito is his works are grotesque and they're they're psychologically mind bending, but they're also uh, spine tingling too. Yeah, just the creepiest shit that you could. That anybody could possibly think of. I've never thought of any of this shit because I don't think I'm deranged enough. But this man somehow taps into the void that is horror, that is pure terror, and he he draws it and he writes the story, and it is grotesque and it is a hell of an experience. Every single story, and he was directly involved in this game too. Could you imagine this guy's works? Coming Damn. to life and trying to kill you in the game? No. That would have been intense. That would have been so crazy. I feel scared now. You should be. I, I, I feel even more sad than I did this morning because I, now I'm just thinking about all the possibilities that, this, that we could have had with this great game. But Hideo Kojima had to go bang Mrs. Konami. <laughs> That's what we think happened. It probably happened. And, uh, you know, I just... I just don't know how I can go on. <laughs> Damn it, am I whining? I am whining, aren't I? I'm, I'm not whining. I'm not just whining for myself. I'm whining for the people. I'm whining for all the gamers out there who can't go on either. Life is life is not what I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> Alright, I'm done. That's all I have. That's it. There's my interest. PT slash Silent Hills, the Gone Too Soon, the Good Get Canceled Too Young, or whatever I said. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and when uh, we're done too, I'm going to show no, you, I'm gonna show you some, some of uh, Junji Ito's stuff. It is amazing. I might not want to see it. 
It's very scary. I've I've had a few nightmares from his stuff. And some of his. I don't like gore. Um, not a lot of it's gore, but it's again, it's uh, ever since the inconvenient truth, I just don't care for him. <laughs> it reading his stuff <laughs> reminds me of pulling your fingernails off. You know that just like oh yeah the ah oh, uh, that's what his stuff reminds that's me. Sick. Of. It is sick. It's sick as it's dick. Pretty cool. Oh yeah, <laughs> pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So yeah, Arby's is pretty cool. <laughs> I don't know. You see the rips of my shirts? My shirt. Yeah, is that because you uh, you fell down and instead of catching yourself oh! <laughs> with your hands, you used your I elbows? Used, yeah. The strong, uh, what are they? The strongest, no, the second strongest bone in your body. On blood? The heel is the first. On blood? On blood. Why am I saying that? That's like game related, I think. God, I, I gotta keep, stop repeating oh, stuff no. that I hear. Oh, uh! <laughs> no. I think that says, uh, shit. Bloud? <laughs> Blood. There you go. What does that say? Blood. Looks like Arabian Nights or something. Cause like <laughs> it the, does. The font. <laughs> yeah. The font. What is that? Finger. S- Swahilian? Finger font. Um, <laughs> it's finger font, Justin. I just said it three times. Yeah, it's, not, it's <laughs> like you're not paying attention. Yeah. Alrighty. So now that we're all sad about a game that we'll never play, let's go ahead and move on to something kind of related, actually. Really? It's not really related, but... You know, the way the game was in a corridor and all that stuff? Yeah. And you're in, like, kind of one room, and then one... Claustrophobic. You're just stuck in that same loop kind of thing? Yeah. Nothing matters. My interest is escaping from rooms. (gasps) A.K.A. escape rooms, which is kind of a thing that's... uh, It's it's gaining popularity. It's been around a couple years, I think. But basically... Escape... Isn't escape room, like, the biggest one? Or the escape room, or something like that. Mm, I don't know. A lot of them have basically that same name. Oh, okay, all right. You know, like yeah. there's ones called Escape, or like I don't know. The, I don't know. I don't know how they do the naming of the places. If we start one, we should call it Escape because that's how everyone says it. <laughs> that's how we talk. <laughs> that's it. Escape. Escape. Or oh, sorry, good. Escape. So basically, they put you in a room, mm-hmm. and you could do it with varying amounts of friends. So like. You know, I think we've done it with between five and ten people. And, um, which, oh yeah, so there's, each one has a, a kind of a theme that they think up. And some of them are better than others, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I guess the, probably if you go for the ones that are higher priced, they're probably going to be a little cooler. Mm-hmm. But well, naturally, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you got to find your way out, which, or some of them you don't actually have to find a way out, but. They're all like kind of puzzle things. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, I feel like I invented this actually when I was like maybe 14 because I used to be super into that. You remember those flash games on the computer where you'd be in a room and you had to like look around and, you're, and you like look under the pillow and then there's like a key and you're like, mm-hmm. what is this key for? So you try it in the front door. Mm-hmm. It's like, nope, doesn't work. And then like, you know, you're looking around and then. You're like, oh, that tile looks weird. So you click on the tile, the ceiling tile, mm. and oh, there's a lockbox in there. Use the key, and it opens up, and then there's just a piece of paper that says something on it. It's like a code, and you're like, what is this code for? What the fuck? Mm. You're looking around, like you know, that's basically what an escape room is. Because I was like, man, it would be sick if they did this in RL, and they did. So, okay, so you went to one recently? Yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah, I did for Gabe's birthday. 
And we did last year for Gabe's birthday as well. Gabe is one and, of my my other buddies. Sorry, I was looking down too because uh, I think Mom and Andy went to one either yesterday or the day before. Oh, really? Yeah. So that, that's, I was looking through their Facebook, but Facebook sucks. Uh, so it's Blue Ops Mission. Mm. Is that one? Blue. I don't know. Ops. I don't know all of them because I'm interested in it. Doesn't mean <clears> that. <throat> I now I'm omnipotent about that subject. Arlington, Texas Escape Room Blue Ops Mission. Oh, snap. Would you look at that? That's cool. So yeah. you should call them up and have them be here first. Live caller. Blue Ops? Or my parents? Um, Why pro- not both? Probably Andy. Yeah. Hey, wait. He'd be like, hey, we, we couldn't get out. Wait, we tried to. Hey, mommies. Yeah. Can you puta. stop calling me that on air? What's puta? <laughs> yeah. All right. I'm sorry. Good. Yeah. No. Well, um, I'm going to. So th- there's this one in Arlington that I'm on their website. Uh, they didn't pay me money to talk about this. I'm just using it as an example. But ad. Just kidding. It's called Breakout. Is the place, I'm pretty sure. Breakout. And so, for example, I'm just going to read off some of the scenarios they have, right? And like most of the time, they'll have different time limits too. Like from like an hour, an hour and 20 to where you, where you have to get out <clears> in, <throat> or figure out the thing. So, island escape. While vacationing on a tropical island, you awake to the sounds of a dormant volcano rumbling to life. The only people still on the island, you and your team, are left to your own devices and must work together to discover the keys to safety before the lava reaches the shore. Bring your inner explorer out to play for this adrenaline-packed adventure. And then, the kidnapping is another scenario. Oh, hell! Or it says, you've been taken. Oh, no. You're going to be taken. <laughs> you, good, good luck. You will die. Oh, that's all it says? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, I was like, that's, that's pretty like terrifying. It's, co- it's copyright infringement, I think. <laughs> you have a certain set of skills. It's just Liam Neeson's face. Pretty good. Yeah. No, it's, uh, the kidnapping begins with you and your fellow captives waking up handcuffed and blindfolded in a strange room. With nothing but collective brain power, hidden clues, and 60 minutes on your side, you have to free yourself before the kidnapper returns. A heart-pumping thriller from start to finish. You can expect a rush of nonstop fun. Whoa. And then there's more. There's like the museum heist. There is Operation Casino. Hostage. You know, there's just different scenarios. Uh, One of the non-escape ones that we've done before was uh there somebody died and they left like a fortune to whoever can find it mm-hmm. in their like I guess in their apartment, right? It was like three rooms. And um the somebody was coming to like take the apartment after the, the time was over. So you have to find like the fortune. Mm-hmm. In the room, you yeah. know, and so you got to go through all these like clues and stuff to figure out where it is and blah, blah, blah. You got to find And that's stuff. the one y'all did? That was, that was one that we did, I think, last year. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't actually escaping, but it was just like, you got to work together. Treasure hunt, yeah. yeah. How was it? It was cool. I liked it. I like the escape ones better. Where you're, cause, um, what, one that we've done was you were in a jail cell mm-hmm. and you have to get out of the jail cell. And then there's like this corridor, there's another jail cell that you're not in. And so you're like, ah, don't worry about that. But then later we realized that like there was stuff we needed in there. So we had to break into the other jail cell to find like a clue. Yeah. 
Come and on, then, use your RPG skills. Yeah, and then so we ended up in this other room, which is like the warden's room. Uh-huh. And then we had to like to finally escape. We had to get out of that. We had to use stuff from like all the rooms, and like it's pretty crazy. Yeah. And on that specific one, we kind of cheated because there was this. Uh, there's like a key ring, like on a, like uh, a, out of a something out of a cartoon or something, right? Mm-hmm. There's a a ring of keys like outside of the the cell, and we we're supposed to find this uh, this like grabber thing, and uh, we took our belts off and just like grabbed it with our belt. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you be disqualified for stuff like that? Uh, some of them you can. They uh, normally have a dude watching you. Like, there's cameras in there. Yeah. Make sure you don't do anything stupid, like try to break the stuff or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And uh, sometimes they'll, they'll come on the intercom and be like, hey, don't do that. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Yeah. Or, but most of the time, they tell you before you do it if there's anything they don't really, you know, specifically want you to do in that thing. Yeah. Because I guess, you know, they see it every, every day with people. When people are trying to brainstorm, like, a lot of, a lot of the same stuff probably comes up. Yeah. So they might say, like, Something that means nothing to you until you're in there. Like, they'll be like, uh, they'll be like, please do not remove the batteries from the smoke detector. Oh, or something okay, like that, okay, you know? yeah. And you're like, what the fuck does that mean? And you get in there and you're like, oh. Ah. Uh, uh. Like, the last one we did was kind of crazy. We were, we were in kind of a jail cell situation. And uh, for, oh yeah, and the one that we, we just did had this, <laughs> this kind of weird thing where there was this almost like target looking thing. And uh, in one of the cells, and we, we we kept finding these mirrors, and we're like, "What the hell are these mirrors for?" We tried to like pick the lock with it, mm-hmm. like slide it credit card style, and that didn't work. We tried like reading. <laughs> Don't do that. Nah, <laughs> it just doesn't work. We tried reading stuff like backwards, like with the mirror, like so you you know if you look oh, at yeah. it, it'll be backwards. But like we couldn't figure out. But there was like multiple of them, so I was like, oh, "We're probably gonna have to reflect a laser." Like I fucking just, you know I just knew. <laughs> and then as we kept going, we figured it out where like you had to put a battery into this one thing. And uh, it would shine a laser, like, to a spot on the wall. And so we had to, like, have one person hold the mirror on that spot. Mm-hmm. And then one person in the other cell, which I was the person in the other cell, like, angled the mirror to put the laser on the target. And then uh, I forgot what it did. But uh, I think it opened a door or something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's pretty elaborate. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they, they think of stuff like that. And there's always, cool. there's always a lot of uh, locks and keys and stuff like yeah. that. Or, like, you have to find combinations to safes. A lot of times they put books in there, which always drives me nuts. Because, like, if there's nothing just apparent about it, then I assume that there's nothing in there. Like, say, if there's maybe there's, like, a letter written on the outside of it. You're like, oh, look for more books. There's probably more letters. Right? But if there's not something like that, I'll just kind of thumb through it, like, real quick. And I just assume that there's no other clues in there. But I'm always in the back of my head, like, dude, what if there's fucking something, like, in <laughs> yeah. In the book, it's like you gotta look real hard. You yeah. gotta look at every page, and they're like, it's ex- almost like encyclopedia type books. And I'm like, man, it's almost like background noise. You know, it's just yeah, just that's exactly part of the what decor, it is, right? That's exactly what it is. Because uh, you're like, okay, you're like, no, that'd be too hard. There's no way they would do that. But then you're like, oh, but what if they did? And then you're like, fuck. Just so it's not, it's not like a video game where uh, the the one book on the shelf looks completely different than the other. No, it's like, that's something. That's oh, something shit. right there. It's crazy that you say that because. Uh, when I'm playing Mario at Natalie, I can always see stuff that's like little secret areas run around. Oh, yeah. there's more coins and stuff. And she's like, I don't know how you see that stuff. And I was like, I don't know. I guess it's just like years and years of playing video games. Yeah, yeah. You always, you notice the, the shiny or the, yeah. the off color. 
Or it's like if you're if you're going down a path, right? And the path is like like straight and then there's like a little like lip the on the path. The tiniest bit, yeah. Yeah, then you're like you're like that's weird and then you walk on it and there's an invisible pathway mm-hmm. there's, going oh, down there's that treasure. Way. Yes. Yeah. It's not like that. Hmm, okay. Escape rooms aren't really. Well, I mean, the, I guess that kind of adds to the realism because it's, you know, not yeah. always are your the, the not always is the stuff you're looking for going to be um, apparent, a, yeah. yeah, apparent or in a glowing so, book or whatever. Especially some of the stuff was, uh, there was like a clue that was written on the wall, but there was a lot of shit written on the wall and a lot of it looked really cryptic. So you're like, what could this, you yeah. know, you're like trying to think, is this part of it? And uh, one of it had uh, some letters and then, uh, what's it called? Uh, tallies, right? So I was, I was like, this has to be part of a code, right? Because like, there's some locks that have letters and numbers on it. And I was like, okay, so B... And five, uh, C, uh, 14. Mm. I'm like, fuck, you can't put 14 on a lock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, stuff like that. And it's like, you're frantic. And one thing that is kind of annoying, though, is I don't know if you could do it with it within the time limit with not a lot of people. Mm. But with a lot of people, it's hard to keep your, like, a one track mind, you know? Cause, like, oh, sometimes yeah. people, like, use a key. And they're like, oh, I found it. They'll just open a lock and put it down. And you're like, what's this key for, you know? And then, like, everybody's not listening. They're fucking oh, yeah. trying to work shit out. And then, like, so you're, you're going around, like, trying to use this key. And then somebody's like, oh, I, I lo- opened that lock with that key. Then why don't you and answer like, me? I, 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 I just like, asked you. Like, Son of a bitch. I just I asked the five, whole group. Spent five minutes on this key. <laughs> and then, um, but, yeah, I mean, it's still really fun. It's like, you, you got to communicate really well, though. Because, like, yeah. sometimes, like, it gets crazy, especially if there's too many people. It'll get crazy. How many people uh, are usually there? I'm sure it varies, but the times that you went, how many people were there? Um, I think we've had like about six one time. Okay. Mm, ten. I think we had about ten, like twice. And is that, is that too many? Uh, it's like borderlining too many. Okay. Like it, it's it's okay, but. Uh, uh, I, f- I feel like it might be a little more fun with a little less people. Yeah. Then each person would get to do more. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then it, it seems like uh, there always ends up being, like, one person who uh, is just kind of like, everybody's doing stuff, so they just kind of, like, they just kind of hang out for a little bit because they, like, yeah. they, they get tired <laughs> of, like, walking around and stuff, so they just chill out, and they're like... It's probably also right. nothing really for them to do. Yeah. Especially if you've got other people that are... Go getters, you know. Yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to solve everything. Yeah, that's the thing sometimes too, because like you'll be like, "Oh, I found this thing." And somebody'll be like, "Oh, let me see that." And like grab it out of your hand. It was like, because I was like, "No, I'm looking at what it." What the hell? Let no, me let me do it. Uh, you didn't find that. I found it. Let me yeah. let me figure it out. But then again, like maybe they were working on something, and that once you find that, it's the missing piece to what they were working on. So it's like uh, maybe I should just give it to them. I don't know, but you know, maybe you should just communicate with me and tell me why it is you want this piece so bad. Yep. Yep. Oh. Another cool thing, okay, on that door that we opened, there, so one, the last one we did, we were in two separate cells, like the, whole, the group was split up into the two different cells, mm-hmm. so we were, ha- trying, we were having to find clues in one cell and give it to the people in the other clue to try to figure out stuff over there, and vice versa, mm-hmm. and then when we were in the final room, um, we, okay, so we opened the door between our two rooms, and then like we got into the final room, and in the very final room, we had to figure out something that was written on the door on the, uh, like, okay, so if you close the door, the part that has the little uh, thing that, that locks the door into place, mm-hmm. like that side of the door, mm-hmm. there, was a, there was like a code written on 
Oh, what? Yeah. That's pretty cool. So you can only see it if you open it because it swings yeah. out. But uh, people open the door, On, like, run out. The spine of the door or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah that's a good uh, description of it. But yeah, so we, we're all like, okay, we explored both of these rooms. So we just went to the next room. And then finally, somebody was just walking around, and they're like, oh, they just saw it like on that freaking side of the door. <laughs> I bet they were just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're, they're really fun, and uh, they're good for birthdays. They're good, you know, just to do for funsies. And- Pricing. Um, How are they? they? It varies. Uh, well, the one you if, went to. If you have a bigger group, I think it's a better price. So oh, okay. The one we just did with 10 people, it was 14 bucks a person. Okay. So, not bad. Yeah. Not bad. You know, is it is it always a set amount and it just gets split between people or? Uh, I think it depends on the place. Okay. Um, some of them charge by person, and some of them are just like this is how much it is. Mm-hmm. So you know, <clears throat> if you want to bring more people, it'll be cheaper per person. Yeah. But I think they probably factor in like if you're just on a date with a girl, mm-hmm. you know, they probably won't make it one hundred and thirty dollars. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so mine was short, but it's something that uh, I feel like if you haven't done already, you should do it. It's it's fun to do. Man, I, I've always wanted to. We should set it up. Closest I've ever gotten to that is uh, like a house of mirrors, you know? Mm. You try, try to escape or whatever. And that shit was hard. Dude, that oh, shit yeah. was hard. You we kept did, bumping into yourself? Yeah, we went to, uh, we went to the Palace of Wax. Uh, is that where we went? Yeah, the Palace of Wax. And uh, they had that mirror room. But it was like... You know, it wasn't like, uh, oh, do your best to escape. It was just like, here's our mirror room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See if you can make and then you just got stuck and you're like, damn. Yeah, dude. Uh, you, know, you, it, like, you think it'd be easy. Like, oh, okay, just, you know, use these mirrors to, to see where the reflection isn't bouncing off of. And that's the way you go. It's not like that. It's like, yeah. you get in there and it's like, okay, <laughs> where the hell do I go? And like, was it like Conan 2? And then, and then you, start, um, you start blocking out your reflection. You know, I don't know what it's like a sensory deprivation thing. Like you start. So if you're walking straight at yourself, you start becoming blind to your own reflection. And then like you'll bump into it and it's like, wait, I'm looking right at myself. Why did I walk right into this? You know, uh, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Shit's hard. I can uh, only imagine. Yeah. That's the closest thing. That's weird. Yeah. That's the closest thing I've been to. It's more like puzzles. Yeah. I want to do that. Which I like doing. I want to do a. We should, we should have a contest for the idiots that are local. Mm-hmm. And if they uh, if they win, they get to go to an escape room with us. That'd be pretty cool. All right, idiots! Everyone who's listening, come up with this contest for us. Email us the contest and then do it. Mm-hmm. We'll go with you. We'll, we'll have some fun. We'll take you. We'll have some bun. This beat it's sick. It's gonna be fun. We'll have some bun. We'll have some bun. Some fun. Do you got anything else to say about your sweet ass interest about having fun in scary places? Um, no, I've heard that there are zombie theme ones, but I've never done one, so I'd be interested in doing one of those. There was one that I'd heard of that was uh, a zombie themed escape room, and then once you get out, uh, it's like it's on a on a field. So once you get out, you get handed paintball guns. And oh it's like, shit! It's like okay, now secure your escape, basically. So you get out of the house, and it's like get off the property. Can you imagine working there? You had to fucking be a zombie and oh, then dude, get shot by out. paintballs on I've been purpose. shot in the nose by a, by a paintball. Uh, you're supposed <laughs> to wear protection on your face, Justin. We're Mexican. We don't do that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> this guy. But uh, yeah, it's like, so you're, you're running through this field or whatever and you've got these zombies running after you and it's like, pat, pat, 
You know, like that sounds so freaking cool to me. Pep, 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 pep. You, you did. I wonder if they could put a little speaker on the side of the paintball gun that makes it sound like a real gun. Like, no, I wanted to sound like this. Pep, pep. Oh, hey, update Bang. on um, the pricing. I managed to find some pricing stuffs. So, okay, on the, uh, the place I was just looking up, Breakout in Arlington, uh, they have the hostage one. Twenty six ninety nine per person. Call for availability. Island escape twenty six ninety nine per person. Six to eight available. I don't know what that means. Um, I guess it means. Oh, you know what? I, they probably match you up. So if you're only in a group of two, they'll probably put you with like six other people, which might be weird. I don't know, but I'm sure you can call them and talk about that. But it looks like for this one, every single one is twenty six ninety nine per person. Which uh, I think is a little more on the pricier side. Mm-hmm. So I've never been to this one, but I'd be willing to guess that it's probably more legit than some of the cheaper ones. Hmm. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Little Hoto? I do, baby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So are they, they seem like they're always run by like teenagers. Like real laid back teenagers. Oh, okay. The cool kind. Not like yeah. not like Six Flags or uh, no, Hurricane not, Harbor. Not like Six Flags. They're like the cool kind, but sometimes it could be annoying because um, the one we just did, I feel like I don't even think the guy was paying attention. Because like, so on all of them that we've done, they'd be like, you have three hints. Some of them, they're like, that adds time to your time if you use a hint. Mm-hmm. Like it adds five more minutes to your time or something like that. Or they're like, you know, you're just really stuck. Then you just use a hint. Right, and so like we uh, we went to use a hint, and he was like, "Okay, what have you done?" And we're like, "Well, we don't know. We we like opened some shit, like you know." <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Aren't you like supposed to be paying attention?" And he's like, uh, "Did you open the safe already?" We're like, "Yeah, we yeah we opened the that was safe thirty minutes ago." Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, uh, the thing that's in the safe, like you know," he said. Yeah. And I was, you know that guy's just back there watching Netflix. Yeah, he's on his phone, like freaking tindering or something, <laughs> swiping left. Just keep swiping left. Swipe left on that guy. Wait, 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 which way is the bad way? Do that to that guy. Up. Isn't there a swipe up now? I don't know. I never use those fangled contractions. <laughs> <laughs> what? You curmudgeon. So yeah, that's all I have on that one. And I already figured out the thread that binds. Scary shit. Uh, I was going to say corridors. Corridors, yeah. Corridors. I'll give you that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. The I think just the overall feeling of claustrophobia is terrifying in and of itself. I used to be scared if you if I couldn't move my head. Oh, I hate that shit. I'm, I hate it. I'm okay with it now from yeah. all the years of jujitsu. Yeah. Big boys. Big boys lent my head. Hey, get off my head, big boy. Get that big boy head. I just break them. There you go. I'm just like, oh, give me your knee. But think about it. Claustrophobia is terrifying, terrifying thing. Yeah. And then you throw you throw ghosts and ghost babies at it, and then you oh. throw and then you throw uh, escaping at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get out oh, before shit. the room crushes you, like uh, Star Wars. I had I had a, one more thing on the escape room thing that I forgot to mention because um, my notes aren't up. Basically, I was thinking that while this would have more liability, but you already have to sign like a waiver for some reason, anyways. But I was thinking if they made a one that was more physical, mm. where uh, 
not only are you escaping like there's puzzles, but you have to do like little like Ninja Warrior type obstacles too. Mm. Not really. It doesn't have to be Ninja Warrior type obstacles or something, but it could be like multi-level where like you're in the prison and then you you open up the ceiling somehow and you find like a rope ladder. You have to like climb up and then jump across something like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Add like a physical element to it. So if if you people out there are are budding entrepreneurs and you want to go ahead and do that, just pay me money. (laughs) Just give us money. Help us pay these hosting fees. And then you can do it. Then you can do it. You can do it. I make up do it. And that, okay, now that's officially all I had and on that one. And that's, that's <laughs> the way the oh, news yeah. goes. That's, that's the way the news goes. Yeah. So I hope you liked today's episode. Um, big number 10. 10 to get in. Big episode 10. You got to be this many to listen to this episode. We're not going to have enough fingers anymore. To say how, what episode we're on. We're going to start pulling out some toes. Now when people are like, how many episodes do you have? I can't just be like, this many? Take a shoe off. Yeah, but like, I can't accurately depict numbers <laughs> with my toes. You can't? No. Oh. What are you, a hominid? You, you Not can, a hominid? You can curl your toes down like that and shit? No, not really. Oh. I can grab stuff with my toes. I was going to say, I know people who can like pick stuff up with their toes. I can. Yeah? I can, yeah. You see that guy with no arms who is an archer? Mm-mm. He just... Oh yeah, I did. Yeah. I did see that. And he's actually really good. Yeah, that's yeah. freaking crazy. Oh, I do grow stuff sometimes though. Uh one time in jujitsu, uh this guy's uh lapel was open, mm-hmm. like the little flap that closes the front part. And I grabbed it with my toes and, and I gave it to my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I bet his face was like, What the No, hell? he didn't even see it. Oh. He didn't even see it because he's like his his body's here like uh-huh. trying to fight with me. And it's like hanging down like right here. And I like went like that and I grabbed it. <laughs> and I, I put it around him and I grabbed it like that. Yeah. You Neanderthal. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm like a monkey. Yeah. Do the monkey with me. All right. So uh, if you did like that episode or if you didn't like that episode or if you want to tell us some stuff or if you want to say hello or anything like that, just uh, give us a call at at 682-422. Nine four five eight, or you can email us at idiotsyncratic podcast at gmail dot com. You can comment on this video. Yep. Uh, you can leave share. a star, share, leave a star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, all that, and then leave a review. Call us idiots. Call us shitheads, dick faces, mm, dick, uh, dick faces, ass eyes, whatever you want. Uh, but faces, <laughs> but but forehead, but foreheads, yeah. The little little dangling leg chins. Dangling leg chins. <laughs> Call it whatever you want to. Just give us a rating. Give us a five star rating. Yeah, and most of all, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell your grandma. Yeah. To listen to us, and tell tell your grandma to review us on <laughs> iTunes. Yeah. And Stitcher. Your grandma's gonna love us. And Facebook tunes. Imagine those family dinners where she's like, "Oh, mijo." Why'd you tell me to listen to that? <laughs> she's she's like, Mijo, did you hear the newest episode? <laughs> yeah. They're talking about robot penises. <laughs> um, which one was the one where we sounded super, super gay? Where I sounded gay? Well, we sounded super gay. We we're basically kissing each other the whole time. Oh, Every grandma listened to that one. Oh, it was the, the tour one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good gay episode. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> she's like, Mijo, those hotels. <laughs> On the radio show. 